Oh, my worthy babe, I'm so excited. You are here right now with my voice in your ears. This has been a dream of mine for so long, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me on this journey. For the first episode, I thought it might be important to introduce myself so you know who the heck I am. (laughs) Well, my name is Rachel Speckman. Uh, Windley is my main name, and you might see that every now and again, especially on my social media, pretty much all my social medias, because um, I just got married to my husband, Kyle, on October 1st of 2020. So yes, I was a COVID bride. Yeah, it was it was a weird, weird time to get married. Um and it was not what I expected in more ways than one. Uh, but that's okay because it's done now. And I've been very happy. So Kyle and I have a husky. He is a mutt, actually. So he's a husky and a samoid. Um, his name is Boo. I named him after my favorite book, which is To Kill a Mockingbird. Named him after Boo Radley. He is a little poop head, but <laughs> we still love him. <laughs> Due um, to a life-changing injury that I had in my life, uh, it, it, it did. It changed my life. From that change, I was able to research and learn topics like body acceptance, facing fear, intuitive movement, cultivating confidence and intuitive eating. And all of those topics are things that we will be discussing on this podcast. So I want to explain the story to you of, of how I was able to do that and become um, kind of a pro on those topics. So to do that, I have to take you back in time. <laughs> so On January 2nd, 2017, I went on a run as I often did. When I was running, I had significant pain in my lower back, but I kept running because I thought, well, no pain, no gain. So I pushed through the pain. And when I got home, I thought, you know, it's just, you know, body soreness. So I thought I just needed to rest. So I just laid on the couch and I took a nap. When I woke up, I couldn't move. I couldn't walk on my own for the next couple months. After many different procedures and medications, doctors found that I was not improving and found that my muscles were actually starting to atrophy. So at that point, I had to have emergency surgery. Because of the damage to my nerves and my muscle, and there was some bone that needed to be removed, the doctor told me that my my body wouldn't be able to function as it did previous to that injury, and that I wouldn't be able to walk or run more than five miles in a month, or excuse me, in a week again. Needless to say, I was very shocked and very sad. I had 
felt disgusted with myself because previously to that injury, I was obsessed with being thin. I thought the only way I could be worthy in the world was if I could be 60 pounds lighter, which in reality is a very unhealthy weight for me. And I also realized that because of my insecurity in life, I was holding myself back from a lot of things. I felt like before I could go on a beach vacation that I had to lose at least 15 pounds or before I could apply for a promotion at work, I I had to look more corporate or I had to prove my worth by putting in more time, which basically meant that I was giving up my social life, even though I had, I mean, really been working my butt off in the first place. Or before I auditioned for a musical theater role, I had to I had to get more confident or I had to get clear skin. So I was more more worthy or I was more desirable. I, I always wanted to run a half marathon, but I thought that people would make fun of me because I'm overweight. I was so self-conscious that I was holding myself back in life, afraid of what people might think of the way I look or acted. And I started this podcast because I realized that this is something that's very common. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners listening now can resonate with what I was feeling. So now my fate was faced with not being able to do many of the things I could have done when I I was able-bodied and my body could function. I, I... I wasn't going to be able to run a half marathon. I wasn't going to be able to skydive. I wasn't going to be able to become a heavy lifter. I was really upset that I I let those moments pass me by. So I made a promise to myself that I would get better. And with a lot of time, tears, strength, and motivation, I was able to keep that promise to myself. And I realized that this message of body acceptance, self-acceptance, courage and confidence was too big to keep to myself. So I also made it a, a mission to share it any way that I could. One thing I really wanted to do, but never had enough confidence to do or thought that I was worthy enough to do was to become a group fitness instructor. And at this time in my life, I had a new appreciation for in relationship to my body. Previously, I had solely exercised to lose weight. That was the reason I was exercising. But now I exercise because I honor my body and because I love my body, not because I want to change it. So I became Zumba certified in 2018, and I started teaching at Weber State University in Ogden, Utah. I used that platform to share important messages, the ones that I learned from my recovery, especially body acceptance. And my classes became pretty popular. So Weber State offered me a scholarship uh, to become certified by the American Council on Exercise so that I could teach many different group fitness formats for Weber. 
so I continued to do those classes and spread the messages in my class. And, and people would then start to ask me to speak to different groups and different conventions at di- and different conferences. So throughout the years, I've become an inspirational speaker. And now I want to increase my reach on a more global basis, especially on platforms that are free, because I, I know I know that I'm privileged enough to attend conferences, but other people might not be. But everybody deserves help and everybody deserves to know that they're worthy. So you might be thinking, well, okay, Rachel, that's great. But how do I get to the point where I can be at peace with my body and myself and face fear with confidence? Well, that's exactly what this podcast is designed to help you do. Let me first tell you a secret of how it all started with me. I stopped caring about what others thought about me and focus on just doing the things that bring me and brought me joy. Everything else came as a result of just doing that. When I started on this path of self-acceptance, the first thing that I needed to do was create resilience. And that is the first thing that you will need to do. I came up with a little procedure, the best way that I knew how I could do this. So what I do, and I invite you to do the same thing. And I mean, really, really do it. Don't just think about it in your head please do it. So what I did was I made a list of things that I like about myself that have nothing to do with my body or my outward appearance. Then when I started to bully myself, I would read those things back to me. This is just a list of five to 10 things. By doing this, I reminded myself that I'm more than a body. That my purpose on this world or in this world is not to be a decoration. Your body is the, the, least, interested, the least interesting thing about you. After I did that and I made that a habit, I made a new list. I made a list of things that I appreciate about my body. Now, that doesn't have to be things that you like about your body, just things that you appreciate your body. I I appreciate my lungs. They help me to breathe every single day. Now, when you start to bully your body or your appearance, read those things back and make that a habit. This practice was really a, a game changer for me. Like I said, I essentially had to remind myself by doing this practice that I'm more than a body. And I'm not just a decoration for this world to view. You have to remind yourself that your body is an instrument that helps you to experience life. And it's doing the best that it can to serve that purpose. Even with all that you put it through and all the harsh things that you think and say to it on a daily basis. Have you ever attended a funeral? (laughs) That might sound like a side note. I promise it's not. And some of you may not have attended 
a funeral and that's okay. I just want you to think about what people might say about you at your own funeral. Do you think they're going to talk about how amazing your thigh gap is or was (laughs) and how shredded your abs were? No. They are going to talk about all the things you did for and in the world and how you made people feel, how you went into life head first and all the things that you accomplished. The impression you leave on this earth is the only meaningful thing you can leave when you pass on. Are you going to spend your one precious life timid and afraid of what others are going to think about you or your body? This is your life, and only you get the choice of what to do with it. We can't wait to be happy in life or for our circumstances to change before we, before we really go for what we want. Life is too delicate and too short. Some people spend their lives trying to create the perfect conditions to live without really living. Too many of us believe that happiness is a future event. And before we arrive, we need to make more money or have a successful career or find a partner or lose weight. And only then will we arrive at the destination of happiness. But when we arrive, we're going to realize happiness isn't there. Happiness is not found at a finish line. In fact, there is no finish line. Life is not a race to be finished. It's a dance to be danced. And only if we allow ourselves to enjoy the dance can we let happiness in. One day, your life is going to flash before your eyes. And you don't want to see a slideshow of all the things your life could have been or the experiences you could have had. Life is happening right now. We've got one shot. Taste the thrill of life. Have the full experience. The point of living isn't to arrive in the future. It's to arise in the present. Arising in the present can be very scary when you feel paralyzed with fear because you're afraid to look like a fool in front of your peers. Well, I want to share a story that had a really lasting impression on me when when I was in high school. I I was in a dance workshop at a university. And there was an instructor in the front of the class about to teach us a new phrase of choreography. There were a lot of other schools there, so the dance studio was super full. Everyone grouped near the back of the studio because none of us wanted to stand in the front near the instructor or where the rest of the class could judge us while we were learning this new phrase of choreography. I was standing in the back. (laughs) The instructor looked behind her and she asked someone to fill the space near the front of the studio. All of us looked at each other with pleading eyes, hoping someone other than us would volunteer. 
all of a sudden, I heard a booming voice in the back that said, I'll do it. And then I see a girl walk confidently to the front of the classroom. The dance instructor smiled, and then she announced to the class that she was going to give that girl a scholarship. Not because she was better than anyone, but because she had the courage to try, even though she might look like a fool to everyone else in the class. That is an experience that I've taken with me and I think about very often. Stepping out of our comfort zone has rewards and experiences we will never experience if we do not have the courage to take that first step. Let's take this journey together and celebrate our accomplishments. But most of all, let's celebrate our failures. Failure is not the end, it's the beginning of exiting your comfort zone and entering your growth zone. One of my favorite quotes is said by Ernest Knight, Earl Nightingale. He says, we tiptoe through life, hoping to safely make it to death. Well, we know what happens at the end of our journey on this earth. When you're old and frail, will you be proud that you stayed in your comfort zone where you felt safe? Or will you regret not taking the chances that led you to your dreams, stumbling along the way, finding joy in the journey? Let's live loud and proud of who we are. The diversity inside us makes us beautiful, and it's time to celebrate that. You make the world a better place by being exactly as you're intended to be. You'll never influence the world by trying to be like it. Now, before we get started on this journey together, I want you to know something important, something that I didn't know when I started. Like I said in the beginning, implementing these things in your life does take time and it does require resilience because it took me years to get where I currently am. It might not take some people years to get where I am or where you want to be, but I guarantee that you will have bad days. I still have bad days, but I promise the good days outweigh the bad days and the work that you put in is so worth it. I want to leave you with a quote from Oprah Winfrey. She says, There is no paycheck that can equal the feeling of contentment that comes from being the person you are meant to be. Now, this episode was just a short one so that I could introduce myself to you. And I'd also like to get to know you. You can follow me on Instagram at Rachel underscore Windley underscore Speckman. And that is down in the show notes as well. Or you could follow the private Facebook group called Always Worthy Podcast. If you have questions, you are more than welcome to DM me. Or you can write them in the group on Facebook and I'll do my best to answer them. We might even have an episode dedicated to your question. 
Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you're the first one to know when episodes come out. And if you do like the podcast so far, please leave a review. That's going to help me reach more people who might need to hear this message. Thank you so much for listening to my story. Sometimes it's hard to be vulnerable, but it's important for growth. And I want to grow with you. I'm excited to have you back for more episodes. We have some really amazing episodes coming out soon, and I'm so excited for you to hear them. But for now, let's remember, be who you are right now. No more fixing. You were and are always worthy. 